Happy New Year, you guys, and welcome back to Good Dog Radio. I'm Jason Arco. I'm Veronica Permit. And man, we are here for our first podcast of Good Dog Radio. I know. We're a little uh, rusty with our podcasting, a little nervous, like butterflies. Oh, yes, we're <laughs> shaking that rust off oh, right I'm now. Try. Yes. I'm try. Yeah. Well, we want to start off with um, some current events. Yes. So, um, obviously, the fires that have ravaged our, our nearby neighbors um, in Louisville and Superior um, with the Marshall Fire. Super scary. That's where I was born and raised in Louisville. My dad still lives there. My uncle, cousin, grandparents, you know, whole family is there. And fortunately, all of their houses were spared, which is amazing. It's amazing. But there were a lot of people who were not so lucky. Yes. So, how can we help? That's the question. Um, so we are actually getting involved with an organization that we volunteer with at least once a month, which is the Colorado Pet Pantry. Um, and we are doing an event uh, with them tomorrow, actually, to hand out uh, food, dog, like dog and cat food, beds, collars, leashes, you know, things for anyone who's displaced and, you know, needs some extra things to keep their animals comfortable until they're able to rebuild or move or Absolutely. Yeah. So if you guys want to help and donate, get involved, check out Colorado Pet Pantry. You can Google them. I believe it's coloradopetpantry.org. Yes. And we will put it in the show notes um, below. But they're a great organization. And like Veronica said, we actually have been volunteering with them for several years now doing food banks um, for the pets, dogs, cats. They do some other stuff too. But um, definitely if you guys would like to get involved they need volunteers at the warehouse to help sort all of those donations and then people to hand them out as well yeah absolutely and obviously our hearts go out to everybody who's dealing with this right now it is um devastating um yeah and it's hard to believe it really is totally unimaginable yes um i'm scared to go like my dad went home today he was staying with us for four days and i'm scared to go back there like i don't i don't want to see it i don't that yeah. makes it too real. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen the photos and it looks I, surreal. Yeah. Like a different world. Um, whole neighborhoods, which is just nuts. Uh, Terrible. Yeah. Very scary. Yes. All right. Well, moving on to something. <laughs> oh, lighter note. <laughs> oh, on a lighter note, um, for sure. Um, we want to tell you guys a little bit about who we are um, as people and our rescue um, because we're coming to you as as directors and, and people who work day-to-day uh, at the Good Dog Rescue, um, kind of explaining what we do, who we are, and what we have going on in the future. Um, obviously, it is a brand new year, and let's just hope that 2022 Be careful what you say. is <laughs> just slightly <laughs> better than 2021. <laughs> oh, we hope so, yes. Right? So, um, I'm going to just start out by asking Veronica, what is your title? Who are you and what do you do for the rescue? Oh, um, (laughs) I am the executive director. Um, I do a lot of the day-to-day things, the, uh, a lot of paperwork. Yay. (laughs) Um, all of our like legality kind of stuff, um, I am currently also the foster coordinator, so I am working getting new fosters uh, signed up, set up, all ready to go, helping them choose what dogs they want to bring in, 
Um, and then I do like all of the medical stuff and just kind of a million keep emails, going. A, a million, million emails, emails, a million text messages. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I uh, go through phones faster than I'd like to admit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fine. Right. Um. Yeah, so that's what I do. Do you want to tell them what you do? Sure. Um, yeah, so I'm the director of training behavior. Um, I am also right now running our um, adoption side. So in taking most of the adoption applications, I have some wonderful volunteers working with me to review all of those applications and then get meet and greet set up. Um, we do free training on our Thursday nights for all of our adopters and, and fosters. So I run that program as well as, as just doing training outside of that. Um, we also do our social media. Oh yeah. Our social media. (laughs) I'll be editing this podcast later. Um, and, and soon to me more videos. If you have seen any of our videos on our Facebook or Instagram, it has also been me mostly behind the camera and editing. Obviously, I outsource some some stuff to our amazing volunteers as well to grab some of that content. But yeah, so um, we have also amazing volunteers that work with us pretty yes. closely on yes. a lot of some of that that adoption stuff and and helping us, which is amazing. Um, we have lots of help lately. Yes, That's great. And we also have really amazing fosters who we wouldn't be able to do yes. any of this without. So yes, absolutely. Yes. We have a really, really amazing team. Yes, and it's only going to get better this year. Absolutely. That's manifesting amazingness, which is great. Um, okay, so so tell us a little bit about like your background, where you're coming from, how you got into rescue. All right. Well, I was born on a Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Too far? Uh, far? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, Okay. So, well, so I guess just high level, like I actually have um, a background in business operations. Um, I like went to grad school. I worked in business operations for about 10 years um, and I actually found a rescue on like a group kind of like meetup. Um, I was looking for something to do on weekends because I... I don't know. I just needed something that was more fulfilling than what I was currently doing. Um, And so I went and volunteered at a couple adoption events and just totally fell in love with it. Joined the rescue, started fostering, like kind of worked my way up to like, I wouldn't say a director role, but like, you know. You were doing operations, basically. Yeah, I basically was doing operations. That's true. Um, Which is, which little insider, that's where we met. Yes. At the previous rescue that we were with. Yes, this is true. Um, this is true. We consider ourselves like pretty close friends, but yeah. honestly, we don't know when we became friends because we didn't. No, it was really weird. It was we really knew each weird. Other for like probably two years before we actually actually like, became friends. And yeah. then like one day we were just friends. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what happened either. Well, you couldn't get weird. rid of me. <laughs> I mean, I've tried, but God, you just, just keep coming I just back. glob on like a, <laughs> like a zebra muscle. Right. Totally. Oh. Um, <laughs> and that was like, what, like eight years ago? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've been in rescue for a while. Um, I think yeah. I, I've somewhere around 10 years is when I started. I don't remember exactly when it was, but, um, but then, yeah, so we were in that rescue together and then we actually decided to start our own. So here we are. Interim, we 
did so many fun things we on did. that. Like, we what was it, like a year and a half between that rescue and, and starting uh, our own? Probably, yeah, because it takes a long yeah. time to get all the paperwork in order. And so, yeah, we uh, we were lucky enough to get to go to a best friends conference in, yep. in Utah. Utah. Yeah. Yep. Salt Lake. Um, we went to an Austin Pets Alive conference. Yeah. Um, we volunteered for like three years. Three. Maybe? Yeah. Close at, to three years. Um, well, it's Riverdale now, but it was Adams County Animal Shelter. Yep. Um, which was amazing. Yeah. We got to work in their behavior department with their behavior coordinator and do play groups and, and behavior evals and just walking dogs, basic things that they needed there, which yep. was almost kind of what we needed in a sense of like it it gave us the shelter side of that world where we had only seen the foster side yeah um we visited the shelters where we we pulled our dogs from in new mexico but we never really experienced like them in the shelter yeah we didn't really see any of the behind the scenes it was yeah pretty high level when we went there and the the shelters here for sure have a uh, probably what I would say a higher standard of care or just higher standard of, of, you know, surroundings yeah. for their animals. And so yeah, we, we, we got to see for sure though, like the behavior side of things, moving dogs from shelters to home environments and how to settle them better. And, and some of that interesting, you know, day to day stuff that they would experience in a shelter and how much it affected them. So we came away with a lot of knowledge, yes. a lot of hours under our belt of yes. of on the boots on the ground sort of work, um, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. And then we continued doing our rescue and still volunteering there once a week for probably almost two years, um, basically up until the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. Um, yep. But yeah, so that was, I mean invaluable and we still love our shelter people we made such great connections there and we still pull dogs from some of the local shelters as well which is great but yeah um i mean a little bit of my background obviously um rescue um and that's how we started um what got me into training actually was um Somehow I ended up with kind of all the naughty dogs from the previous rescue in my house. So um, on top of my own dogs, I was fostering dogs who had some behavioral issues or just needed a little extra help. And I wanted to, to be able to help them more. So, you know, I was not in college anymore. I had dropped out um, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And this kind of fell on my lap. So I got a certificate in dog training, worked with a mentor trainer, you know, put in some time at the shelters and, and fostering and, um, found a way to help those dogs that needed behavioral support get homes, um, which is, is kind of my jam. So it's what I really like. And I've never turned, turned away. Apparently eight years later, here I am still doing rescue, <laughs> uh, slightly it's, different than what we were doing before, thing. but that's okay. <laughs> globbed onto that Just too. globbed onto that. I really, well, note to self, I glob onto things. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So what, who are the dogs you have in your house right now? And are they yours? Are they fosters? Tell me the details. I mean, I know, but tell our people. <laughs> um, okay, so before I started rescue, I had two dogs. 
<laughs> um, then I acquired one more. So I had so I had my own cinch, um, a shepherd and a red healer. Mm-hmm. Um, then Sweet came into my life, and there's no way she was ever going to leave my life, so mm-hmm. she became mine. Um, then about a year after, I acquired yet another dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lily came into my life, and um, it wasn't really my intention to keep her, but it's just kind of the way the cards played out. So there we go. Yeah. And then um, I and she came to you with heartworm. She did. And... So I had her for like probably six or seven months before I even put her up for adoption. Yeah. Because yeah, she had heartworm that she had to go through all the treatment for that. Um, and she actually had to do it twice because it was still positive after the first round. So then she had to do it again. Oh. Um, and she's a husky mix, so let's just talk about keeping a husky in a crate 24 hours a day. Um, she yelled at me a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, but anyways, so then, yeah, I had her up for adoption for a while, and then it just wasn't going to happen. I was like, oh, you're mine now, too. Yeah, it's um, been there too long. Yeah, and then... Um, I actually, I didn't tell you that I did this, but I actually just adopted Benjamin yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've had Ben for three years. Again, wasn't my intention to keep him, but he's he came in kind of semi-feral, I would say. Um, yeah. Maybe, well, I guess maybe not quite at this point. He came in really, really shy and shut down. Yeah. Then he escaped a foster home and ran in open space for two weeks. Yeah. And then after that, I would say he was semi-feral. He ran with the coyotes, um, man. He totally did. And we found coyotes more often than we found him when yep. we were looking for him. Yep. Open space um, actually happened to be closer to my house than yours. And yeah. we'd go over there all the time looking for him. And we'd see three or four coyotes running during the day yeah. and not him. And then he'd pop up at night on people's ring cameras, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think he got hungry enough that he started kind of trying to explore into the neighborhoods next yeah. to the open space, which eventually got him caught with some meatballs i believe yeah that's true (laughs) but then he yes he came back very what we would call feral i would say very like fight or flight that flight happened and we turned very primal yes yes. um and he's never quite fully recovered he really hasn't like it so my brother lives with me and it took him i would say about six months to be able to touch ben yeah he like ben wouldn't go after him he wouldn't he wasn't mean to him but he just wouldn't let him anywhere near him so he was still able to like do kennel rotations because we have dogs that don't like each other Mm -hmm. um so he was still able to like do the day-to-day stuff he just couldn't touch him yeah but and to this day he still screams at me but it's okay he does but we try and make friends Ben is Ben. He's, he's better in a way. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I have five now. <laughs> five. Mm-hmm. And how old is Maya? Uh, Maya's going to be 14. Oh, my gosh. In, two, in March. Wow. Um, so, I had... And then Cinch is 10. Sweet is going to be nine this year, right? Or are they going to be eight this year? No, they'll be nine. They'll be nine this they year. They just turned yeah. eight. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So, my dog... Fletcher and Veronica's dog Sweet came in on the same transfer of yeah. dogs, and they were they're the same age. Yes, so that's that's how we know how long we've known know. each other yeah. and how long, how old true. our dogs that's are. True. This is the one that got you started in rescue. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so yeah, so I have fourteen to five. Then fourteen to five. five. Wow, wow, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, 
That's not your kids. I know. Yeah. So I have I have four, and I, I mean, I had seven at one point. Um, just have lost recently a couple due to old age, and um, one um that we can talk more about in another episode, but um for behavior reasons um but kind of had to let her go but uh the four boys that i have now um range from i'm guessing eminem is probably nine or ten yeah don't really know how old he is um he is a character of a dog that is for sure um and is it's eminem not like the candy it's the rapper um and he fully carries that attitude um (laughs) (laughs) he's got like he's got some dual personality going on and it's Mm -hmm. fine um you know that's just who eminem is and then fletcher is um rottweiler showing shepherd mix he's the funniest dog he will talk to you um all day long um but i adopted him actually before i started fostering so he's my first dog um and the rest of them have been foster fails um, and then I have Habanero and he is a spicy little pepper. That is why he kept his name. He's a little black 45 pound dog with, with pointy ears. And he used those ears to tell you exactly how he feels. Um, and he just started liking me like a year ago. Yeah. He's kind of an interesting fellow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we're best he, friends. He cracks me up. That dog is the funniest thing ever. Um, end up calling him hobby or peppers all the time. And then, um, kind of what I, I guess I would call my soul dog, little branch. Um, he is a shepherd, maybe pit, who knows, mix, Heinz 57, of course. New Mexican shepherd. Yes. New Mexican shepherd. He's got a nice, cute little mask over his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very cute. Um, but he is also eight and so is habanero or will be hobby will be eight in a couple of months. Yeah. So I have four boys that are literally within a year or two of each other so that's fun and i also have guinea pigs um sage and basil and i have two turtles (laughs) named phineas and ferb which uh my turtles and my guinea pigs both came from adams county which is now riverdale animal shelter so that's always fun But yeah, so that's my that's that's our cruise, man. Yeah, we got some cruise. That's we for sure. Cruise, yeah. My goodness. I also have two goats that are troublemakers. Oh yes. They've actually also been to Adams County Animal Shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Not yes. get them there, but yes. they ended up there. Yes, they have. Um, I was there that day. That was so funny. Yeah. And then I I also have a parrot, but. Oh yes, good old Desi. So she likes to scream at you too. Yep. Most of my animals like to scream at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So all around animal people. Lots of, yeah. Lots of, yeah. Lots of animals. So this is not not our first rodeo. No. Per se. No. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's a little bit about us. Um. But we kind of want to talk about really quickly what our rescue does, and then what our plans are for 2022 as of right now. Because, you know, things change <laughs> very quickly in dog rescue. 
Um, yes. Okay. Very true. So as far as like our rescue goes, we obviously rescue dogs. We're a foster-based organization, meaning we pull dogs from shelters only if we have a foster because we don't have a brick-and-mortar um, kennel. So all of our dogs live in homes with the people that um, decide to take them. Yes. So super That's fun. Pretty. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, sorry guys, uh, the computer just started to sleep and we wanted to make sure nothing happened. Um, and then we also offer free follow-up training. Um, one of the big things that we kind of promote with our rescue is that we have follow-up. So we are there to support our adopters after they adopt their dog. We don't just adopt the dog and, and leave. So we have groups set up on Facebook for support where people can ask each other questions. And we're also on there to moderate and to um, lend hands. Um, we offer some handouts and videos as well as doing email consultations i'm also willing to go out there and, and help them out for sure um as far as some other things that we do um oh you want me to answer oh that? sure go okay. for it okay um so <laughs> last year we actually started getting involved doing well we've done them in the past but we've started regularly getting involved with spay neuter clinics so we yes. partnered up with a group called bergen spay neuter alliance Go follow them on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> you should, yes. Yes, you should. Um, and so la- in 2021, we went to, I think it was five clinics. Um, Is that right? Pueblo, Delta, Holly. Rocky Ford. Rocky Ford. And then one day of Colorado Springs. So oh, one yeah. day of Colorado. Yep, so five. So I guess five. Five, yep. Um, but they do... Every single month they have a week or a five day long um, clinic. And so um, we started doing those. We, we started sponsoring them. We sponsored two of the five and then the other worked three we just the worked. Other ones. Um, yep. I shouldn't say just worked. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> um, but we normally do three days of dogs and then one day of cats. And so mm-hmm. the average clinic is fixing, you know, 150 dogs and... 80 cats maybe yeah um and it's a different location every month so they bounce around colorado um and then kind of repeat the next year to the same location so that we're trying to actually make a difference in the populations there yep um and be able to see the impact of it so um we really like doing those we actually have one of those this week also yes um very busy week we'll be in Um, greeley we'll be in greeley yes um (laughs) And then what else are we doing? Um, as we mentioned earlier, we also volunteer um, typically one day a month with Colorado Pet Pantry. We have a standing food bank that we go and help with. Um, but this month is a little different due to the disaster relief. So we'll probably have a couple more than normal. Yeah. Um, what else do we do? We... Um... Offer support to keep dogs in homes too. Oh yes. Um, offer to to uh, you know pay for spay and neuter if that's what they need. Offer to do some training. Um, we have um, gotten them microchipped and shots. Um, we've paid for done an ACL surgery. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Which are not cheap. No, no, they're not. So understand. But 
why that oh. might be hard for an owner to, to keep their dog for sure. Yeah. But not totally. a reason to have to give your dog up either. So No, definitely not. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of counterintuitive to take dogs away from loving homes when there are not enough loving homes for dogs. So we try to yes. do as much as we can to keep them in their original home, if at all possible, assuming yeah. it actually is a good home. Yes. So. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I mean, that kind of leads us really nicely into what our plans are for this year coming. Like, I guess we're already here, which is crazy. Barely, but yes. Barely. <laughs> Day two. Day two. Day two. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously spay neuters are a big thing now that we've started really volunteering and working at the Spaniard clinics. Um, we are sponsoring, which we raise money throughout the year for. Mm-hmm. Um, but also working at them has become kind of a really fun part of our job um, yes. that we really like. So um, we've been helping in the, the surgery van and moving dogs and training volunteers at those, at those clinics um, and has been really rejuvenating i feel like to our our rescue soul needed needed something like that yeah absolutely um and helping all parts and and smaller you know underserved areas of colorado is huge yeah um we know that a lot of of places around the metro area have things covered but a lot of these other little places don't so a lot of them don't even have a vet at yeah. all, let alone a they're surgeon. driving like what two maybe hours to yeah. get to their nearest vet which yeah. is kind of crazy yeah. to think about yeah. um i mean not terrible if it's just like a once a year thing but what if you have an emergency or, or something else pops up so um yeah. especially just for overall health and wellness of of your pet to get them spayed and neuter means we help prevent unwanted animals in shelters yes. we provide healthier animals in your community because they're getting microchip they're getting vaccines while they're there um and they're not their cancer risks yeah they're not jumping the fence to go fences. find some partners um and run amok through your town yeah so that's always great um as far as training goes goals this year are you know more outreach into the public with some training Material, maybe some tools, maybe some different things we're, we're planning, which should be really fun. Yes. Kind of excited for it, yes. for sure. And then our vlogs, we'll be doing some interesting <laughs> videos. We have like a list, an ongoing list planned already. We of do. Things we, we want to do. Implement them now. Yes. Um, of course, we're going to continue this podcast um, and, you know, tell some different stories, talk about some different topics. Um, go into some behind the scenes things that we're doing in the rescue. So I think it should be, it should be a great year. Yeah, so too. I, we have no reason to doubt it now. No. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Well, cool. Well, I think we are going to end it there. Yeah. Our nice first podcast. Short, sweet introduction. We hope that you guys enjoyed this one i hope you come back for the next couple of them and really get into our conversations if you guys have any topics that you want us to talk about you're more than welcome to comment them below um we'll definitely have some interesting conversations going on i'm sure 
have some special guests. We usually do. <laughs> but yes. For sure. Special guests are fun. Special guests are fun. Absolutely. Um, again, that Marshall Fire um, help and relief, you can go to coloradopetpantry.org, um, donate, sign up to volunteer. We'd love that. If you would like some help, you can message us and we can get you in touch with them as well. Um, and if you want to volunteer or donate to the Good Dog Rescue, we also definitely appreciate any and everything that that we are offered. Um, fosters are amazing, and we always need more of them. So this is very true. This is yes. very true. Yes, come foster with us; it's fun. Yeah, we'll teach you the <laughs> We're ropes. We're fun people. We are fun people. <laughs> If you foster with us, you could hang out with us. That's right. That's right. And you have opportunities to go do spay neuter clinics and yeah. so many other things. So that many you other can get things. In. Yes, absolutely. So come join us. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say. Come we have join really us. cool clothes. Uh, yeah. All our good dog attire. We have the best gear, swag, if you would like to call it that. Yes. That we hand out. You could be part of the good dog squad. You could. Um, you too could be in the good dog squad that's right that's right <laughs> um, yeah so I think that's that's it we're gonna we're gonna end there yeah. and sign off I think that sounds good cool well I'm Jason oh I'm Veronica and this is good dog radio thanks it for is. listening happy new year happy new year bye bye